Welcome to Community Faith Church Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope this message will not only bless you, but reignite you as you continue your journey with God. Get ready to be blessed and enjoy. Someone shout hallelujah! Someone shout hallelujah! Someone shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! It doesn't matter what you went through this week, if you can shout hallelujah! 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 God is good! God is good all the time and all the time God is good praise the name of Jesus thank you so much team weren't they great this morning can we just give them a hand hallelujah we serve a great God amen praise the Lord Father we thank you We know that without you, Lord, we cannot survive. We cannot breathe. We can do nothing without you, Father. And this morning, we just want to acknowledge you. We just want to honor you this morning. All glory belongs to you, Father. And so this morning, Lord, as I speak your word, let your word fall onto fruitful ground this morning, Father. Thank you for your word, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God is good. God, he, we serve a good God. We serve, an, we serve an awesome God. He's the God that created the universe, the stars, the clouds, the moon, the sun. He created us this morning. And what a privilege it is to, this morning to give God the glory and honor. Hallelujah. I just want to acknowledge... Um, our spiritual father this morning, Pastor Daryl, as well as Pastor Shemaine, thank you so much for the opportunity that I can preach the word or teach the word this morning. In the absence, can we just stand and honor them this morning? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then can we honor Oma as well? Bless you. Bless you. Thank you so much. Amen. The word is powerful. Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you ready for the word? Are you ready for the word, neighbor? Look to the one behind you and tell them, or in front of you and tell them, are you ready for the word? And then to those that are watching via social media, please brace yourself for the word of God this morning. God's going to change your life. The Word of God always changes lives. Amen. Are you ready for the Word this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. So this morning, um, the, the title of the message this morning, or the teaching this morning, is Applying the Principles of Faith. Applying the Principles of Faith. And so Dad is also busy with um, the Word of Faith. Amen. And so many times we have to revisit the Word. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we apply the word of God into our lives, faith comes. Amen? So applying the principles of faith. 
Let's go to the Word of God in 2 Peter 1, verse 12 to 13. Second Peter 1, verse 12 to 13. It says there, from verse 12, Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Though you know them and be established in the present truth, yea, I think it meet as long as I am in the tabernacle, in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. The NIV version says, So I will always remind you of these things. I'm here to remind you of the Word of God. So we will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it's right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. So this morning, my assignment or my task this morning is, is to remind you, you have received the word of God in your life. You have accepted Christ in your life. So now I'm here to remind you to meditate on the word of God. Can you turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, we need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to the basics. And so many times we want revelation from God. We want answers from God, but we are not willing to go back and stand on the word of God. To stand on the truth of God. Amen. We are looking for revelation, but not willing to build on the basics. Say to your neighbor, build on the basics. And so this morning, when you build a house, you cannot build a house without a foundation. You cannot build a foundation and then break it down again. You need to keep building on that foundation until the roof is there. And so it's the same with your faith walk with God. When you establish the truth in your life, when you have received the word of God as this morning into your life, you need to build on the word of God. Build on the foundation of the word of God. Amen? So you need to keep building on the foundation. When you get hold of God's truth, we need to keep building on that truth. Turn to your neighbor and say to your neighbor, please build on the truth of the word of God. And so this morning, I'm going to give you nine points on the principles and certain principles of applying, um, applying the principles of faith. Number one, the victorious life of faith. The victorious life of faith. Faith is very important to God. It is our method of pleasing God. Faith is very, very important to God. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, we can go to the scripture, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So faith is our method of victory over every situation in our life. Amen? 1 John 5 verse 4 says, the second part of that, of that scripture says, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So, when the word of God is being spoken, 
We need to understand that when we apply the Word of God into our lives, faith comes. Amen? And then we have victory through faith. Because remember, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen? And then also God has instructed us to live by faith according to Romans 1 verse 17. Amen? The Word of God has instructed us to live by faith. So I need to give you the evidence. I need to give you not my opinion, but the opinion of the Word of God. So the Word of God says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So someone say, from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So we can therefore say that faith is adventurous. Amen. The moment you have received Christ in your life, it became an adventure. Because now we don't live as the world lives. The world says, seeing is believing. But we as believers say that faith, that believing is better than seeing first. We need to believe first before we see something. Amen? So we, you begin to live by receiving a measure of faith. Someone say, the measure of faith. That is my second point. The measure of faith. The measure of faith. That is powerful. Um, when you have given your life to Christ, God has given you the measure of faith. Each one of us has gotten a measure of faith. Remember, God is a specter of no person. We all have received the measure of faith. If I can make a practical example, when you go visit your family or your friends, in that particular person met a pie a nice big pie. Amen? So each one, say for example, there's 10 people there. So now you have to cut up that pie in 10 pieces. Each one has given, has get, gotten a measure of that pie. And so the same is with the spiritual. God has given each one of us a measure of faith. Someone say amen. amen. Let's go to Romans 12, verse 1 to 3. The word of God is powerful. It's loving. Amen. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now listen to this scripture. This is very powerful. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly, he ought to think, but to think soberly, according to as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Someone say the measure of faith. Hallelujah. And then also in 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1 and 2, it says, Pray for us, that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith. All men have not faith. The kind of faith that I'm speaking about here is 
all men does not have the faith that God has given us, the measure of faith that God has given us. So when do we receive the measure of faith? We receive the measure of faith is when we accept Christ as your personal Savior. Then God will give you that measure of faith. So Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that none of yourselves it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. If you have made Christ the Savior of your life, every man that, that is among you includes you. God has dealt you the measure of faith. So what kind of faith am I speaking about here? The faith that I'm speaking about here is the faith, the same faith that God used to create the universe. The same faith that was used to exert Jesus from the dead. The same faith that God has created to created us as human beings. He has given to us, each one of us, the measure of faith. So we can operate in that faith. The God kind of faith. In Mark 11 verse 22, if we can go there, Jesus said, have faith in God. And Jesus answering, saying unto them, have faith in God. Someone say, have faith in God. Other translation says, have the faith of God and have God kind of faith. So I'm convinced that the measure of faith God dealt to every believer is the God kind of faith. Amen? Number three, faith grows. Someone say faith grows. So what happens is when God has given you the measure of faith, we need to grow that faith. We need to grow that faith. So then in Romans 10 verse 17, if we can go there, it says that faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So how do we grow our faith? It's by hearing the word of God. Applying the word of God into our lives. Amen? So we need to grow our faith through constantly meditating on the word of God. When you speak the word of God, you hear the word of God, which means faith cometh. Someone say faith cometh. Through the word of God. Amen? So when we... Um, if you want to have victory over certain circumstances, something that you're going through, we need to apply faith. They can feel blow hail, they can, they can do your fra, your help me, but if they don't have faith, it's not going to work for you. Because faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Someone say, my faith will grow. Someone say, my faith will grow. Through the word of God. Amen? Hebrews 12 verse 2, if we can go there. So when Jesus speaks to us, we need to listen what he says. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and set down and sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. 
So Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 15 says, Not boasting of these things without our measure, that is of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased, someone say increased, that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. And so the disciples also came to Jesus and they asked him to increase their faith. How do we increase our faith? We can go to Luke 17 verse 5. All these verses, these verses show that faith can grow if we apply the word of God. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. Someone say, increase my faith. So we can see all these verses point out that faith, well, if you have faith, if you apply your faith, you can grow in the Lord. Number four says, meditate on the word. Say to your neighbor, meditate on the word. So we need to meditate every day, every night. Whenever you have the chance, you need to meditate on the word of God. Joshua 1 verse 8 and Proverbs 4 verse 20. Let's first go to Joshua 1 verse 8. When we meditate every day and every night, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but shall meditate day in day and night, that ye mayest observe to according to do according to all that is written therein, for then shall um, make thy way prosperous, and then shall have good success. So when we meditate on the word of God day and night, then you will have success, good success. Proverbs 4 verse 20 says that we need to incline your ear to his sayings. My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear to my sayings. Which means, um, there's a principle there. When we listen to the word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen? I'm giving some faith nuggets here. Are you receiving it this morning? Amen. So, beginning with the measure of faith residing within us, we apply the spiritual law by meditating on the word. So, in order for us to let our faith grow, we need to get into the word every day of our lives. Because if you're not going to spend time in the Word of God, your faith is going to start decreasing. Amen? So we need to apply the spiritual law by meditating on the Word. God imparts the faith in that Word into our hearts, increasing our original measure that God has given us. Amen? So John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the word was God. We can't reach out and touch God, but we can read His word. We need to operate by faith. Did anyone see Jesus die on the cross? Did anyone here see that Jesus died on the cross? But we believe. And I also, also want to make this example is that we, we all have brains, right? Because I'm only brains. But did you see your brain already? So you believe that you have a brain. Amen? You believe that. We didn't see Jesus, but we believe that he has risen from the dead. Amen? 
God has faith because He is the source of faith. Amen? So when we go to the Word, God gives us faith to move the mountain of need. Amen? Remember the Word of God says that when you say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast it into the sea, it will go. But sometimes the need gets bigger. The mountain gets bigger. So what do we need to do? Get more of the Word of God into your system. The more you meditate on the Word of God, the more faith grows. So it doesn't matter what storm comes. It doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter what you go through. When you meditate on the Word of God, you can overcome every need in your life. When you apply the Word of God into your life, you cannot fail. Say to your neighbor, you cannot fail. Amen? So if you have no faith in your heart, it cannot work. If you're struggling with something in your life right now, and you cannot, they cannot even beat it, they cannot even overcome it, and there's no faith in your heart, you've got to keep on struggling. Unless, until you spend time through prayer, fasting, getting into the word of God, speaking the word of God every day in your life, then I'm telling you that you will not fail. I've experienced that in my life. That when I went through something, when I went through something serious, I said, Lord, I take your word right now. I remind you that by stripes, by your stripes, I'm healed. So now I stand on the word of God. Amen. And God will never, he will always honor his word. Amen. Start believing God now and do not wait when you are in a pressing need. If you believe God for a job, if you believe God for promotion, start trusting God now ready for that promotion. Start believing God now ready for your breakthrough. Amen? So what you sow today, you will reap tomorrow. So every day when you speak the word of God, Lord, thank you for that job. Lord, I speak your word. I stand on your word. You say that you will supply my every need according to your riches in glory. God will come through for you if you stand on the word of God and believe the word of God. Number five, don't overload your faith. Don't overload your faith. So many times we see all these men of God, these great preachers, they have great faith. And now we want to have the same kind of faith. The measure of faith that they took and they grew their faith. But you need to get the word of God and ask and trust God to grow your faith. Amen? When we see great faith being released by men of God, we want to do the same thing, which is possible. But we need to grow our faith. You need to keep on developing your faith. Say to your neighbor, develop your faith. Because God is in respect of no persons. Whatever you meditate on, if you meditate all day on Netflix... Amen. I go from movies, I go from TV, I also understand that I need to get into the Word of God before I go to Netflix, before I go watch TV, you know? So you need to develop by reading and meditating and believing the Word of God. As you increase in the Word and faith, your limitations start to decrease. 
What is our motto always when dad says or when he says, And then you trust God to send in someone that can do the job. Amen? And so we need to determine your level of faith. Point number six, determine your level of faith. I'm thinking now of the two blind men in the Bible in Matthew 9, verse 28. The two, the two blind men who asked Jesus to give them sight, Jesus asked them this question in Matthew 9, verse 28. And when he has come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. What he did was, he put the ball in their court. Amen? He puts the responsibility on them. Do you believe that I can do this? Immediately say, yes, I believe. Without hesitation, they answered, yes, Lord. So when you believe God for something and you hesitate that you believe, go back to the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Lord, I believe. I believe for the salvation of my family. Now you go back and you hesitate. You go back to the word of God again. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, my husband is healed. You go back and you say, and you hesitate again. You go back again and say, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for that financial breakthrough. So we need to stand on the word of God. If you believe the word of God, then you cannot fail. If you hesitate, go back into the word of God again. Amen? And meditate until you convinced that God can do it. We need to get confidence in God's word. If you do this, you will never, never fail. Say to your neighbor, you will never fail. And these are just practical guides and principles what you can do to apply the word of God in your life. So this week, I speak over every person here this week that your faith will grow. Amen? That your belief will become stronger in the Lord. Amen? This week, you need to meditate on the word of God every day and night so that you can have victory over the thing that you, be, you believe God for. Amen? Number seven, faith can decrease. So faith comes by hearing the word, but there's an opposite. Faith goes by not hearing the word. Faith goes by not hearing the word. Jesus put this this way in Matthew 13, verse 12. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away, even that which he had. So, if you choose to hear the word of God, stand on the word of God, your faith level will grow. Amen? If you choose not to hear the word of God, your faith level will drop. Even your original measure of faith that God has given you will decrease. If you don't spend time in the word of God, your faith will decrease. Your measure of faith will also decrease. So one spiritual law we have established thus far, Jesus speaks, you hear. Amen? Because he's the word, right? In the beginning was the word and God was the word. Amen? 
So when Jesus speaks, you hear. Now there's something else that, there's another principle or law that we can establish in our lives. The devil speaks and fear comes. So now you listen to what the devil says, you cannot do that, you cannot do this. Your family is a red body. Now you hear what the devil says. So fear cometh by hearing what the devil says in your life. If you choose not to hear the word of God, you hear what the devil says. Amen? By listening to the devil, fear is created in your heart. Because fear is the opposite of faith. Say to your neighbor, fear is the opposite of faith. So great amounts of faith and fear cannot operate together. Either you live in fear or you live by faith. Amen? You either have great faith and little fear or great fear and little faith. Job 3 verse 25 proved to us that great fear will bring results. Remember Job in the Bible? He says, Job 3 verse 25 says, He said, the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. So he spoke that over his life. And what happened? He lost his whole family. He lost his wealth. He lost everything. Because the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me. Remember, Job was the richest man at the time when he lived. He was successful until he started exercising fear. That's why it's important to be amongst other believers so that we can support. We can support one another through the word of God. Because there's a time in your life where you are going to become fearful. But then someone will come next to you and say, I stand with you. I bid for you. The word of God says, when two or three come together in his name, he is there. So now we strengthen one another. That's why the word of God says, do not forsake the gathering of the saints. Amen? So if great fear brings strategy, great faith brings success. If fear brings heartache, fear cures heartache. Amen? If great fear destroys material possessions, Great faith restores them. Fear brings sickness. Faith brings health. Amen? Taking care of your faith is like taking care of your bank account. Your heart is like a treasure. Amen? You have to deposit money into your account, right? So you can make withdrawals. You make deposits in your heart by hearing the word of God. So in order for us to fill our bank, our heavenly bank account, we need to get into the Word of God. We need to deposit the Word of God into our hearts. Amen? But if you are, if you are going to use too much money, um, money that comes in, but you use more, you give out more than what, that what comes in, you will live in a deficit. That's worth your money. That means you have money going out rather than money coming in. When you use your faith, you are making withdrawals or writing checks. Um, if you are placing more demands on your faith than you have word in you to support them, you will face a deficit. Amen? If you are placing 
too much or big demand on your faith and you have little word inside of you, you will face a deficit. If you make demands through faith and you have little word inside of you, you will face a deficit in your life. Amen? So you can make daily withdrawals on your faith. Before service, me and Pastor Kurt was speaking and he says that prayer is like this. Today you spend time in the word of God or you pray. But today's success and tomorrow is quite different. So it means you have to spend again time in the presence of God. Amen? So every day you need to get into a time of prayer or meet with God every day of our lives. Because if we don't spend time in the presence of God, someone else will, take, will reside in our, in our space. Amen? So we need to apply the word of God in our lives. And sometimes you may believe God for your husband that was hateful with you this morning. Maybe your husband said something harsh to you. But now you stand there and you say, okay, Lord, it's fine. I release my faith. I pray for my husband. I pray that you will use him. I pray, Lord, that you will change his heart. We need to have faith. For our spouses. We need to have faith for our children. Your kind is so stout, but they stand up the word of God. Here, I bid for my kind. Amen. We need to stand in the gap for our families. Because sometimes it's a spirit that's um, influencing them. But now we want to address that person. But we need to speak the word of God and bind that spirit. We need to plead the blood of um, Jesus over our families every day. We need to stand in the gap for our families every day. Intercede for your family. Intercede for your husband. Intercede for your wife. Intercede for your children. Amen? By faith. You must feed your faith every day. Just as you feed your body. Your spirit man craves the word as your body craves for food. Don't suppress that craving. Amen? Number eight, live on faith in God's word. Many times after accomplishing something um, with their faith, people allow the devil to pump them full of pride. So now you have increased your faith to a, a point where you trust God for anything. Be very careful that pride doesn't come into your life. That's why it's important to every day spend time in the presence of God so that God can deal with that pride. Humble yourself through fasting and praying. And they say, Here, hold it for me. But in the millions there come that I don't lose my faith. Amen? And I believe that millions is coming through our hands. Amen? I speak it over your life this morning. But never forget what God has done for you. Amen? They get so busy thinking that great faith they have that they quit meditating on the word. So no, it's fine. It's fine. And then you lose, start losing your faith bit by bit. And come devil and then wipe you out. Now you try to overcome um, that flood that the devil brings by your own faith. 
It's good to have your own faith, but you cannot live on your own faith. Remember the word of God says that we live according to the faith that God has given us. So now is your faith break to survive. No market No. Isn't it better to rely on the God kind of faith as your own faith? It won't work. God never told us to live by our faith or in our faith. He told us to live by faith in His Word. So it's fine to have your own faith, but you cannot live on your own faith. Let's go to Acts 19, verse 13 to 16. This is a perfect example of what these men did in the Bible. Then the certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord, saying, um, Jesus saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. So the sons of Sceva, the sons of Sceva come and they want to drive out the demon by the faith of Paul. There's a perfect example of um, how you shouldn't rely on your own faith or someone else's faith, but rely on the faith that God has given you. But to create a pack, to live a it. Knowing how to cast out demons was a revelation to Paul. Paul drove eight demons at the drive. So Paul had the revelation. And how did he get that revelation? It's by spending time in the presence of God. Spending time in the word of God. Speaking the word of God. Standing and believing on the word of God. Notice what happened. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. And Paul I know. But who are you? If the demon or the enemy comes to you now, can he for you? In his spiritual realm. Does he know you? That you are a son of God. That you are a believer. Amen? It says further, And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, and overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. Let's that the Amen. Amen. So a person without the word is like a flat tire, a pop tire. They can never stand with a pop tire. When a problem arises, he tries to conquer it with deflated faith. Save your neighbor, your tires is pop. Deflated faith. Neighbor, please, de please inflict your tire. Deflated faith. So when you pump up that tire, you will be able to reach your destination. When you down, Satan tries his best to overcome you with bad circumstances. So by meditating my word, you pump faith into your spirit. Amen. So faith comes by hearing. If your mind is telling you that nothing is going right, your faith is flat. Begin meditating on God's word. As they amaka negative gedagtes in your mind, you think negative thoughts. That's not faith. Replace it with the word of God. Amen? Keep pumping your faith until you can say, Lord, 
I believe you can do it. Keep on pumping your faith. It's a continuous thing. We need to be consistent in the word of God every day. Amen? And the last, place, um, last point I want to make there, give the word first place as the team comes up. Amen? Give the word first place. Romans 1 verse 17 says, the just shall live by faith. If you meditate on the word by day and by night, you will make, wake up in the morning praising God instead of thinking of your problems. Yes, we all go through problems. But what are you meditating on? Do you stand up in the morning saying, Lord, I come before you and I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. Lord, I face the situation, but I don't meditate on my situation. I meditate on your word. Your word says that I'm more than an overcomer. My faith will overcome this world, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Every problem will be a challenge for the word. So every problem is almost like an exercise. It's adventurous. So when the problem comes up, Lord, I know what to do. What does your word say, Lord? This is our compass. This is the way to overcome your circumstance. It's by getting into the word of God. Getting revelation through the word of God. Another opportunity to prove that Jesus is Lord, that the word works, that your faith overcomes the world. So you can determine your level of faith. If you see someone struggling with faith, you need to stand with that person and agree with them and pray that God will strengthen their faith. Amen? Make the word of God the source of your faith first and final authority in your life. So be blessed this morning. I know that the word of God has penetrated your hearts. Um, but what I want to do is I want to extend an invitation. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But there is a prerequisite. The word of God, Nicodemus comes to Jesus. He asks Jesus a lot of questions. Jesus stops him in his track. He says, you must be born again. You must be born again. You need to give your heart to Christ. The moment you say yes unto the Lord, you receive a new spirit through faith. Amen. And so this morning, it's a perfect opportunity for you that don't know Christ to accept Christ in your life this morning. If there's anyone in this place that want to receive Christ as their personal Savior, you can come. Amen. We're going to pray for you. Anybody that wants to receive Christ in their life, you can come right now. Jesus is waiting for you. He, he shares His glory with no one. He loves you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone is watching me um, via social media. I'm going to extend the invitation to you as well. You're sitting now in your living room and watching this um, broadcast right now. You're watching the preaching right now. I want to extend this invitation to you to accept Christ in your life. If you want to accept Christ in your life this morning, just pray this prayer after me. And believers, you can help me pray this prayer. 
Say, Jesus, I come before you. I am a sinner. But today, Lord, I ask forgiveness. I ask, Lord, that you will cleanse me from all my sin. And right now, Father, I trust in you. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for restoring me in the mighty name of Jesus. Can we give God praise in this place? Hallelujah.